Ashoka Precious Cargo is a D&D homebrew campaign with violent themes and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Aloha, Kako friends. Happy Friday. My name is Eli, and I am your dungeon master. I'm Aaron, and I'm Trig. I'm Allegra, and I'm Shodi. I'm Amanda, and I'm Snowball. I'm Caleb, and I'm Anchor. I'm Sergio, and I'm playing Rad the Sea Turtle. I'm Zakia, and I play Kenny. We are returning from our hiatus and continuing on with our playthrough of Ashoka Precious Cargo. As always, we are on Twitch, doing some regularly weekly scheduled programs, such as Aaron at the Sheep Farm, Sergio and Ironsworn Eye of the Storm, as well as Leg and Heroes You Should Know About. We We have a new uh, one shot available on VOD and wherever you get your podcasts uh, called Unkindness. So be sure to check that out. As always, we want to give a warm love and gratitude to those who subscribe to us on Patreon, as well as those who subscribe to us on Twitch. Your contributions continue to help us here at Mayday make more and more content readily available for you. And we can only say thank you. It's good to be back. And if there's nothing else, why don't we return to our story? Great guide, I I seek your guidance. I follow the path laid out before me, leading me to the most unstable group of individuals I've ever encountered. I venture to bring the child Baron to their home has been met with great difficulty. We probably should have died, but with your grace, we've managed to make through. However, a comrade of ours, Rad, he, he didn't make it. And because of that, I need your guidance. I am so conflicted. I am angry. I have not felt this much emotion since I was a child. I know what the order demands of creatures that are undead, but I must admit I'm ashamed that I do not want to destroy him or see him go. I ask that you give me something, some kind of sign to help me through this. The others seem to be less conflicted as I am. The quick-tempered trig and slightly judgmental shorty, they seem to glance away, but Kenny... Oh, she's biased due to her rules, uh, which I think I signed something, but I, I made sure to put it in that if I, if you ask for me to join you, that she will not revive me. I apologize. Uh, my thoughts keep running away from me. I, it's been so long since I've been to the temple. My judgment is being clouded. I think I need to return to the monastery and just go into a deep meditation. T- these emotions are just... Right now I'm getting angry again. I think that explains why I'm having difficulty with everything. Whatever you plan for me, please make it known soon. After spending a day with the colony on Galen Island, you guys managed to broker an agreement with with the elders of the colony to get a boat and an escort 
from Galen to Walraven, uh, to a point on your map known as Marrow Point. You spend most of the rest of the day preparing your ships, and you guys cast off about late afternoon, maybe about three o'clock. Right before you cast off, Rain approaches you, Anchor. He kind of slaps you against your shoulder. It'll take about uh, three days travel to get to where we're going, but uh, clear skies. Why don't we see what you're made of? And she goes off to her boat. The ferret Odenauen with the bear companion is uh, sitting on the back of his bear. You've, you've come to know his name as uh, Snafu and his bear's name is Poe. They take up one of the other boats along with four other Genasis on either boat and you guys head out. The Baron, in which you've named your new boat, is leading with, uh, with the two other boats on a V on either side. It takes you guys about a half an hour before you guys finally reach open sea. Brad is walking on the deck of the ship. His arms are wide. He's like looking at the other ship, looking at his ship. and We got a posse, dudes. Feels good. It feels good to have people at our backs. I agree. That's nice. I just hope we don't drag them into any more danger. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be smooth sailing from here on out. Mm, I'm not one for total superstitions, but I wouldn't have said that. I mean, we face incredible odds. I mean, what's there left? Uh, Snival's going to just kind of shake her head and walk away. <laughs> like, oh, no. This well, young buck, he just done fucked up. Whatever it might be, we'll weather it together. Uh, I'm going to cast water breathing on everyone as soon as we hit open ocean, once we're kind of out of the way. As soon as the spell happened, Trig is just kind of like teethering back and forth on the edge of the ship. I'm going to roll the Delta Green die. Is it a one? Is it a one? Really? You, you know what to do. I'm going to out all this wood with the flame retardant material. I swear to God, if a fucking Kraken shows up, I'm going to throw my dice at you. 88. You've been doing water breathing this whole time. Effortlessly, simultaneously, you know, most people don't even notice that you do it. As you kind of just stand in the middle of everybody and you go to just do it like you normally do. Like a, like a snap of the finger. But as you do that, you just poof. And you turn into a wooden chest. <laughs> what the fuck? Can anybody just say this? This is like a thud. <laughs> what? Were they a mimic the whole time? I don't think so. I, I run up I to the chest. I run up to the chest and I say, shouty, shouty. And I start tapping on the side. Do I get any response? Speak to us. Can I start administering chest compressions. <laughs> If I, if I do my special sight into the chest, what do I see? Uh, Snowball, as you kind of like cast your, your sense into into the chest, you do see Shodi's scales <laughs> just sitting in there. <laughs> but it looks it's, like uh, a, their yeah. body looks like a, a, a chest. All right, she nobody mess with the shouty chest, okay? <laughs> just leave it there. Trick is halfway through doing CPR. Um, <laughs> You're just banging up against <laughs> the chest. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I am curious uh, if there's uh, any uh, treasure in there. Alive. Please don't open them. I, I do not want uh, to see what's inside. Okay. What do you think would happen? Kind of um, want to Oh. Open the chest. Oh no! Did you open it? Yeah, you. I mean, you open it. Are they empty? Yeah, it's an empty chest. Oh, that somehow works. Even worse. I won't lie. Snowball's gonna take a deep breath. Like, oh thank God. They're missing their organs. 
<laughs> are the would the organs be in the straps or in the lining of the wood, maybe? One way to find out, I pull a knife out. No, 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 Right? <laughs> right, right as you pull the knife. <laughs> Shodi poops and turns back into it. Oh, like, uh, Did it have a different when we when Trig opened? Yo, we, I don't like the birds. Did you feel like Shadi, what was it like? We, You were open for a little. You were open. chest, dude. And I'm gonna pat my chest. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, a chest. I don't feel. Nothing's open here. It's closed. It's I. I have no. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. Look, there's no openings here. Do you have your organs? All okay, of them. Right. I'm gonna Are you jiggle. Sure? I'm just gonna like jiggle. <laughs> Do I feel I my organs know. inside of me? Looks like it. Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, you, you shake your <laughs> you shake yourself and you feel like yourself. Can you? Like, you know, like every everything looks intact. Kenny, you know more about medicine than I do. Am I okay? Am I? Are my organs there still? Do you think my organs are still there? Kenny, do, do you have something for them, just in case? Because for their organs? I, I, I'm just as lost as everybody else here. Check if they switched places. It's I'm very important we check if they switch. Kenny, are you gonna check or, uh, check them over? I'm gonna check and see if they have all their organs. Very quickly, just. Uh, roll me a me- roll me a medicine check. While Kenny's doing that, Trig is running in search for another chest to use as a comparison. <laughs> okay, that's a roll of perception check. That's a fourteen for the medicine check. Yeah, I mean, you you do a, a quick examination over Shodi. They look intact. It doesn't look like anything. You know, you, you press in like certain spots of like where organs would be. It feels normal. As you are so like looking up, you do notice on the uh, inside of their arm, they have an, an uh, a brand of some kind of an embellished pea. If she gets as she gets close to it, I'm gonna try and like pull away. I get a 24 on that perception check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of jump 180 around and you just see a chest right in front of you. <laughs> Does it have organs inside? It's got rope inside. So, Shadi, you might be missing a very important piece. It looks like there's supposed to be a bunch of rope in there. We're probably going to want to start surgery immediately to replace oh, that. Hell. Should I eat it? I, I think I should eat it. That that would put it back in my stomach, Either way, right? I think it's going to work the same either way. I had them to rope to start stop. eating. So stop, they do stop. have all their organs, actually. So we don't, act, oh. we don't need that. Oh. I, I'm fine. Are you sure? There's a chest of rope. rope in it. Well, Maybe the why don't you give that shit. back to Anka? I, I, I'm sure he could use some rope. Correct. Keep that in mind. Anchor, not, not inside of me. I have all of my no. rope, but for the boat. All right, if you're sure. Thank you for checking, Jerry. And thank you, Kenny. Yeah. I I wouldn't be certain if I had all my organs, so I I'm glad you checked. And they're super uncomfortable that you saw their the, the mark on their arm. They're kind of like pulling their shirt down over it. Okay. I'm gonna... And then they're gonna turn and walk away as fast as they can. Okay. Um, Thank you, Kenny. Yep. Still Do you. I get the sense that my water breathing worked? It, that, like that everyone's affected by it. Roll again. Roll me an, roll me an Arcana check. Oh, Do you want me to check? <laughs> yeah, just have Trig check. <laughs> <laughs> so why do we keep a guinea pig on board? <laughs> Sixteen. Yeah, as you kind of settle. You do get a sense that water breathing is act has been activated, regardless of your outburst <laughs> or your chest <laughs> or your chestening chest uh, <laughs> chestening <laughs> <Yeah>. no <laughs> whatever you did 
Yes. Eli, may I ask where Baron is during this? <laughs> um, where's the child? Uh, Baron is uh, in your guys' little hut area. Um, just kind of just hanging out. Just holding up a little little big sh- uh, seashell in her hands. Um, Rad's going to find Shouty and uh, just say, uh, Dude, um, I-, I noticed that you've cast a spell that I think I can cast. Maybe if you want to hold on to that spell, I can cast it once a day, and that way we can save all your sweet spells for, like, when we absolutely need them? Uh, That way we avoid these kind of little hiccups in the future? (laughs) If that would make everyone more comfortable, sure. Well, I for one love this shit. Thanks, Rick. (laughs) I think it's in not only in everyone, but yours as well, Shorty, so, you know, to minimize... Sure. Oopsies, if you will. I, I don't have an opinion. I think it's a part of your nature, Shodi. I would never stop you from trying to help. But if it takes some burden off you, I have no problem with it either. As long as it doesn't hurt when you turn into chests or cough up slugs or... It's kind of normal now. Is that the first time you've turned into a chest? I've turned into a plant once before, but not a chest. I've summoned a unicorn once before. <gasps> that was fun. It ruined everything in my dad's shop. Did it have a really big horn? Yeah, like huge. And it, it ran around the back of the shop and it ruined everything. But it was still really cool. Are they as vicious as the tales tell them? No, it was very sweet. It just, it was stuck. And I felt bad for bringing it somewhere it would be stuck. And then my dad thought it was really funny. Anyway. What was its name? It wasn't around long enough for me to name it. That's a good question. Maybe I should have called, like, maybe if I named it, I'd be able to call on it. We'll name the next one. We can christen it. Right, yes. Mm. That sounds great. We'll need some rum. Rum? Oh. Will you hit it with the rum if we christen it? Only... Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to hurt it, though. I feel like that would hurt it. They are very, very strong creatures. I'm sure it can handle a bottle of rum. What if we just fed it to it instead, and we, we cracked the, the bottle near it, and then we just let it lick up the rum? That's That seems the same. Well, can unicorns handle their liquor? I've, uh, 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 I've heard their blood tastes like liquor, and it's, like, really powerful. But that's eating a unicorn, and that's terrible. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we're just talking about liquor. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does like- everyone else get drink, or is that just... Anger. Eli, can I very quickly look at the other boats to see if they also are having unicorn <laughs> conversations or if they look very busy with the, like, ropes or something? Roll, roll a perception check. Um, I've got They're an boring. 18. Yeah, as uh, the conversations of unicorn and liquor kind of continue, you just kind of take a step back and kind of just look off to, to either side. Um yeah, I mean the other boats—they're—they're they're hard at work. People are doing stuff, and some of them are just chilling and just resting. And then the rain is eagerly on the back of of the oars and stuff like that, just navigating over some waves, just kind of catching a little bit of air. Even like Nafu on the other boat, he—he he was once at like the oar, and like Poe was like sitting next to him, but he kind of just like puts the oar up against the, this like chubby bear, and he kind of like jumps up somewhere and like pulls down the some boat. rope and stuff. <laughs> the bear is piloting? Oh, they're cool. God it's damn so cool. it. <laughs> I, I turn to the rest of my crew and I go, um, I, I really love this discourse and I want to know more about this unicorn, but could you all grab a rope or something? Um, let's at least look like we're no, we know what Way we're ahead doing. Of you. I just hold up the rope just above my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Jenny gets that same ten feet of rope that she had before. I, I, I think you need to be a little bit more clear with the instructions. We want this. I think this is perfect. This is better than I expected. Put him on the ground over here. Wear Could it. you just wearing it is fine. It'll look like you're Necklace. preparing it. Yeah, I'll coil and uncoil the same. It's like 15 feet of rope. That worked for me. It'll work for you. <laughs> Eventually the day kind of just uh, treads into night and as as uh, dusk settles and stuff like that, both of the boats form a line as you guys are continuing to sail. But they tie off to each other and then you guys are kind of uh, able to kind of jump from boat to boat and kind of spread out a little bit more since there are at least 16 of you together on this on this voyage. Did anybody want to do anything? Um, or you guys can roll perception checks to see what everybody is kind of doing about um, the boat. We'll definitely take watch at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how, what are the dimensions of the boat? Each boat is, uh, uh, is it 50 feet across and about 60 feet in length. Gotcha. And how tall? How tall is the mast? I would say it, uh, the boats you guys have stretch about like 40 feet up. Excellent. Oh, um, as we're settling down for the night, <laughs> What's that mean? What? Um, <laughs> you'll okay. find out. Okay. As as we're settling down for the night, Trig reaches into his bag, and he pulls out like this little metal canister with like a bunch of like gears and a little wick hanging off of it, and this yellow powder packed up into it that it looks like he's been kind of like like pulling screws in and out of and like tinkering with for a long time, and he just starts playing with with some tools and and tinkering with this thing. Terrifying. (laughs) I I think that I'm going to invite both boats over for a sort of community dinner as much as we can, you know, sacrifice and and have us all together in the same space eating and, you know, just sharing some time together. Easy enough for you guys to do between the three of you guys. uh, You all have enough rations to make a meal and you guys kind of commune uh, scattered across all three boats and stuff and have have a, a nice dinner people just kind of scatter out to do work or just kind of settle down in leisure. Um, people are, are beginning to take some watches on the on the other boats. Who's going to take first watch with me? I'll come with you, Rad, if you need company. Cool. Thanks, dude. I'm going to approach uh, Kenny and uh, Shodi and be like, uh, would any of you happen to have like a detangler or a comb or something for um, hair? I unfortunately lost mine when we were swimming away from the dragon turtle. Yeah, I mean, I should. I don't know. We're sort of dealing with the same... It might hurt, essentially, is what I'm saying. But I have a coat, what people would call a coat. Sure. I, do you want me to do it for you? Or... Wow, that would be actually quite nice, if you don't mind. I don't want to uh, impose. No, that's that's fine. Sense. A lot of hair, it's a long day. Great. Um, and she, I don't know if you, where are you sitting? There. Uh, I'm just gonna sit the, just directly down in front of you with my back turned, and I'm gonna just sit ramrod straight, like in a meditation pose. Okay. Um, Kenny starts undoing these. Are, are these braids important? Do you want them back? Um, it's mostly, um, believe it or not, just as long as it holds the piece at the end, it has to be strong enough because. Believe it or not, it's actually quite an effective weapon. Cool. Okay. Uh, she takes it off and starts brushing your hair. Uh. 
Anytime you snag, I'll just like a little bit of like a <clears throat> like a little bit of smoke. <laughs> <or not anymore>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's I, I I don't know how hard because when I do it for myself, I can tell, and it's a different <laughs> scalp. It's it it, it I I felt worse, but it's just like one or two hairs that you know what I mean. That where you just pull one or two, it just it stings quite a bit. Right. What is what is everybody else doing? <clears throat> well, I'm doing watch with uh, my friend Anchor. Oh, well, I'll go to the bed as soon as there's a possibility to go to the bed. As soon as I feel like, um, you know, I've gotten as far as I can with this thing that I'm doing, I'm going to pass out. Uh, Shodi. <laughs> this is a terrible idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. Uh... <laughs> Yes. Shodi's gonna cast a spell. Yes, yes they are. <laughs> uh, Shodi is gonna think about how badly they want to talk to Baran and how much they wish they could understand each other. And um, they're going to think about it super hard and kind of unconsciously make a movement with their hands and cast tongues. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Roll them dice. Roll them dice. We're good. It's a ten. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. disappointed. I was. I was. Uh, point of order. I was across the ship from Baron when I did that. Good. good. Okay. Just and now that I, and now that I've done it, I'm gonna go, uh, pick her up and say, "Okay, it's time for bed now," and I'm going to hope that she can now understand me. As you kind of pick her up, and you say it's time for bed. Um, She's kind of already, like, sleepy, so she doesn't kind of really notice that you are now able to kind of converse with her and you're saying something in her her language. And she's just like, do I have to? You're already asleep. I could stay up a little bit longer. But why? There's no point in it. I'm tired too. And Trig is going to sleep. And Kenny is helping Snoofall get ready for sleep. And our friends on the other boats are going to sleep, so there's really nothing to do. There's no one to talk to. She like yawns really like wide. <laughs> and she's like, okay. <laughs> I'll just do the thing where you rub a kid's back until they fall asleep. <laughs> and then I'll lay down next as to you. As soon as Baron is about to fall asleep. God damn oh, it. No. <laughs> Don't wake up my baby. <laughs> Trick screams out, Eureka! And he drops this metal canister on the ground and it tumbles there for a second and there's like five seconds where it's just sitting there inert and it sounds like it's about to explode but then it just explodes in like this massive cloud of smoke that envelops the entire ship. Yeah! Drag! Immediately grabbing my club and heading for the hut. Uh, ready to swing until I arrive and it's Drag. <laughs> Yeah, all of a sudden, the <laughs> just a whole cloud of fog <laughs> blows through and just settles a- around the boat, and it's kind of hard to see for all of you. What was that? Magic. Trig is being Trig again. Well, as long as one. it was him. Is it poison? No, yeah, it's not. Anchor, do you mind, like, <laughs> tapping him on the head with your club? I'm afraid just- I might kill him. That's a risk we might have to take. I like him, though. I do, too. That was mostly a joke. Okay, good. <laughs> Wait, Anchor, what's 
I don't really. Well, I'm no, going but... back to watch. If this becomes a situation that is not Trig, please say something. Uh, our code word, which is also our boat name, so please be careful. Yes, you have to say SS before Fidge Fudget. So you know you're talking about the boat rather than the actual FF, which will then set him off. <laughs> the fog is still kind of lingering around your guys' boat. Um, two people can roll me perception checks. <laughs> they look like idiots. I'll roll one too. I got a 14, 14. Yeah, as uh, as you're kind of like, <laughs> Baron starts to, you can hear Baron sniffling in the <laughs> from oh, the no. sudden jarringness um, in the I'll, clouds and stuff like that. <laughs> I'll pick her but, back up and pat her back. But as you do that, you also hear just like footsteps in the in the clouds, and eventually just the sound of like heavy wind blowing. And as uh, as you kind of look on, you just see the fog just eventually just start to like spin and like dissipate. And standing on the boat is just rain, just looking at all of you guys. Oh, hello, rain. There was a malfunction with this boat. You should have warned us. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, it's spitting ash. What What more do you want from me? I mean, he couldn't be any clearer than that. I mean, I came over to just to see if you guys were okay. Yeah, we're but... fine. It, it was Trig. <laughs> I can't lie to you. <laughs> you guys are a weird, weird bunch. That's very true. She kind of notices that Baron is kind of like sniffling. Uh, and she looks over and she's... Um, she kind of looks down at Baron and, and kind of says something in Oran, which I assume you would understand, or is it Jess? I can understand it. And she's, she just like looks down and she's like, are you all right? Uh, and she's kind of like wiping away the tears and stuff like that. It's like, there's no need to cry. She kind of like tries to settle her a bit. Are you, uh, she looks around to you, all of you guys and she's like, are you guys going to be okay for the evening? It seems like you've had a lot of trouble on your way out to sea. Oh, we'll be fine. We're this great. Is, this is how we operate. This is us at peak fitness. We've handled worse before. Exactly. Have you? Mostly. We outsailed a dragon turtle for a while there. Well, briefly. Didn't really outsail him. We just jumped ship, so he ate the ship. And then most of I us. I outsurfed survived. him for a minute. You did? That was very cool. If we didn't outsail him, we'd be eaten. That's very true. Anchor, you did a great job. Thank you. I try. All right. <laughs> if you say so. Thank you for checking on us, Ring. That's very kind of you. Well, I mean. It's kind of my job now to make sure you guys are okay until we get you to Old Raven. So you should just kind of expect weird stuff like this to just happen, and we'll let you know if we're in trouble. We have yeah. a code word if you need it. Mm-hmm. A code word for for when for when everything goes terribly wrong and shit hits the fan and we're bad things are happening. Or, or just to specify that it wasn't Trig. Right. That's a good one, too. <laughs> not every explosion is a cause for panic. A little panic, but not like, you know. Concern, not panic. Right. So we're sort of your responsibility now, you were saying? For the time being, I mean, that's what the elders t- told us, was we escort you to Wall Raven, and till then... So y- you're sort of one of us, then. In what way, one of You're us? You're part of the crew, part of the responsibility. I guess you could say that. Up until Wall Raven, and then, then you're the barbarians' problems, but you know. Oh, the barbarians. Yeah, 
please go back. Wait, there's barbarians on Wallraven? You've never, uh, you've never been to Wallraven. You know, I was gonna mention if it, I was gonna ask if anyone has been to Vasul because I, I don't even know how we're gonna get across the continent. Or the island, I mean. I've never heard of a place called Vasul. Guys, am I reading, um, our map wrong? No. Weren't we told to go to Vasul at the Marrow Point? Yeah, I, I definitely Marrow Point. I can't remember if they said Vasul, but Vasul's on our map here. Yes. She's, she looks at the map and she sees it, and um, she's just like, I mean, Marrow Point I'm familiar with, but it's not Vasul. Would hmm. I, would I, is that something I would know if they're the same thing? If they're just like, if Vasul is, is Marrow Point, if they're just like two different words in the same place. Um, you can roll me a history check. Mm-hmm. That's an eight. <laughs> no. You've heard of Marrow Point, but you've also not heard of this name, Vasul. What can we expect at Marrow Point, Rain? Is it just like a narrow point that we sail through, or do we have to go on land? Marrow Point is on the coast of backside of Wallraven. Um, it's just a, a large, craggy cliff face that leads to a forest eventually and just jagged coastline. Not a point of entry for a boat. So it sounds like we'll be hoofing it. Oof. Why? Why would you hoof it, though? Why would they send you there? Maybe because it's the, the shortest way south? Yes, we're supposed to cross into that bay and and ride through on the other side. Do you know an easier way to get to an island that's not supposed to be there? No. <laughs> I don't know where this island is. I mean, I don't even I'm not even certain if if you are even going going somewhere real. I mean, how do you know it's not a trap at the end of this? That's funny cuz neither are we. It's a lot of faith you're putting in this. I think a little faith is required in a situation as big as this. Much bigger than any of us. We have to trust the process. Hmm. That was that was actually quite nice, Anka. Well said. Thank you. Well, I mean, the elders certainly believe that it's the right course, I guess, so perhaps you are right. If you have any knowledge of the area, I'm sure we would all greatly appreciate it. Especially if there's any surprises we need to be aware of. I've heard rumors of the barbarians, but I didn't know it was as grave as you're putting it. I I don't regularly travel through Wallraven. I stay usually with Galen, but, you know, one hears things passing through the channels. It's the same thing. There's multitudes of tribes that live on that island, and they're constantly at war with each other, fighting for land. It's pretty volatile. So we should probably avoid, like, getting friendly with them, huh? I wouldn't say that all barbarians are bad, but they have their natures and their ways, and the gods that they serve demand a certain amount of patronage in a certain amount of way. Hmm. So maybe we bring them something that, that makes them happy, and let they let us cross without issue? Sounds good to me. Maybe we go on a hunt. A grand hunt. We can start fishing again. We could pull a worm card. And... We could give them a worm. Oh, them a yes. Worm. The worm card. I mean, we could offer any barbarian tribe we find. Hey, pull a card. Uh, yeah. mm. That could work. Rain, are there any particular tribes we should be looking out for? Any major tribes that we are sure to uh, experience? Old tribes are, are pretty equal. They're pretty nomadic and they're kind of scattered. I mean, they're bands of many different races that make up from Odinawans to their creatures. But ones that come to mind are the Wall tribe as well as the Treva tribe. The Lol tribe is a tribe of Luxodons. 
you've ever heard of them. Oh, loxodons. Oh, magnificent. I've always wanted to see one in person. You never know what you're going to find in the Wall Raven. They're usually kept to their own devices. Not even the, the, the crown really messes with them. There's no lord that resides over them. And the Trevor are kind of a mixed group? Yeah, they're a mixed group. I don't know who leads their tribe, but um, they're one of the more eclectic tribes. I wonder if they surf. It'd be cool to see a surfing Luxodon. Rad, <laughs> you read my mind. I need to see this. <laughs> You'd be a very good teacher for them. Dude, me and that Luxodon would be a surfing safari, you know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> I do know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. Well, Rain, uh, thank you for the information, and uh, let me just be the first to say that if by the time we get to Marrow Point you've fallen in love with us, you have a welcome place on our boat. That is tempting, but I also have other responsibilities elsewhere. I mean, so do we, but we... It's fine, you just hold off. But if you fall in love with Baron. We'll see. I feel like we're not the one you'd fall in love with. Once you start talking with Baran, I trust me, you'll fall for us. Or her. We're not. We're a bit much. But her. <laughs> she's pretty great. Well, I mean, she's already family to me, so, you know, of course she's great. <laughs> she looks at you guys and is like, uh, I'll see you guys around. I'm going to settle in for a little bit of sleep. Let me know if you need anything course. Have a good night, Rain. It was good speaking with you. Good night! She kind of, like, levitates up and heads over to her boat. Whoa, that's cool. That's really cool. Oh, man. Um, I'm gonna pass Nuval and say Luxodons are elephant people, dude. Elephant people? Oh. I, I, I've never come across uh, anything like that before. Oh, neither have I. I've always wanted to, though. They're I legendary. I won't deny it does sound very intriguing. I mean, I, I think um, it's probably a good idea, like, before we land, or maybe once we land, we figure out a, something nice to offer them. I mean, I think the card idea is good, because best case scenario, they get, like, super rich. Worst case scenario, we incinerate them. Or, or doesn't existence cease to exist? I Isn't agree. that technically the worst <laughs> case scenario? What? That's the rumor. I don't know if those cards can actually do that. Those cards aren't just worm cards. Have we ruled out that it's just worm cards? Exactly, Shouty. Thank you. I've just seen worms from them. I think we should we should just consider them worm cards. And also, the odds that they could either get rich or be incinerated is just us with or without the cards. Very true. That's very, very true. true. I mean, the only way we'll know for sure is if we one, but I don't think that would be the wisest decisions. If we're going to do that, let's wait until tomorrow. The smoke, uh, the smoke bomb sort of already put us on the radar. One weird thing a day. I know that's limiting us, and I know that's restricting us, but maybe just... Okay, alright, you're right, Shouty. Two. Two weird things a day. <laughs> and a clause that if Shouty does an accidental weird, that does not affect the two weirds. Another clause. Oh, thank you. I think I'm spending way too much time around Trig. Oh, I'm sorry, my impulsiveness. <laughs> I really appreciate that you gave me a pass. That's really nice. You didn't have to do that. Of course. Well, you shouldn't be blamed for who you are. Thank you, Anchor. Of course. May I ask, because I can't really see... Uh, Kenny, what, what designs are you putting in my hair really quick? Oh, okay. <laughs> so we've already combed it out. That's happening. What we have is... Um, Where are we at now? 
I'm trying to remember. Uh, you had like a braid in threes, and then it gets to these like Celtic like six strand braids halfway through the bottom. We're gonna try to like do like a, a mathematic ombre, so it's gonna start with like eight, and then it's gonna go to seven, and then six, and five, and then we're gonna put the charm in the middle, and then we're just gonna do like a a quick three like three strand and put the sort of weighted weapon on the bottom. Oh my god. That's That's dope. (laughs) Zakia, I cannot believe you just made your own job harder. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did. 100%. I did give you an out to make it simple. Um, (laughs) We don't do outs. (laughs) Um, Do you know who we are? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, whenever you're done and the braid is set, like, Snowball is going to very carefully touch and kind of feel like the pattern and she's going to basically again smoke is going to come out of her snout but she's like very heavy like this is uh this is quite a piece of work you did thank you just she's trying to contain her smile of course um i didn't i guess i mean it's it's good that we had a smoke bomb because it kind of just blends together but i'm Happy I could help. I'm going to reach out for a piece of gold and hand it to uh, Kenny. Huh? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I have <laughs> questions about what what this, what we've just started with this exchange is, but I don't want to ruin it, so I'm just going to take this. <laughs> Thank you. It's late. Okay. Thank you. And walk away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go into like lean against the go into the camper and start leaning and go to sleep after that. The night stretches on. Eventually, Rad and Anchor, you switch out with somebody else uh, for watch as you guys continue on to the evening shoddy and oh, someone else as you guys continue to sail on and and the night tra- trails on. Anchor, you fall asleep eventually, and you kind of drift off into dreams like you have been these last few nights and as you're dreaming like in the void you just you just hear the sounds of just like doors kind of slamming shut and like you like every door that has ever shut inside your face when you sought like help and refuge you just remember those sounds of just over and over just slamming and slamming and slamming and slamming and that just that that loneliness that emptiness of trying to find a place you know and you just can't seem to find it eventually that kind of just drifts away then hear just the kind of just the sounds of cheering and jovial noises what you see is just like a trail of people just standing on end to end of a street just cheering you on as you're just walking through this cobbled stone city and everybody's just praising you just see rows and rows of sasanians that lead eventually to a castle that leads into a chamber that's just illuminated with just fire and you remember this place before, the fragments of your like childhood. You've been here once when your father had come to Smithera to speak with the Torch Queen. And you remember the, the fear she instills in, in front of you and the way that your own father was shaken to the core and you can see the sweat and the nervousness as he speaks 
to her. As you enter this room, sitting at the throne is this woman, the Torch Queen, all ablaze. She's silhouetted by fire that just illuminates and shadows her. But as you kind of approach, you eventually take a knee. You actually display something to her. When you look down, you see the body of Baron, a small child, as you have presented it to the queen. The night eventually stretches into day as it eventually breaks into dawn, into the early morning anchor. <laughs> you eventually are stirred by this this brief moment this of, of what you are dreaming, and it wakes you. I'm completely shaken. I, I don't even think I can bring myself to look at Baran as I, I'm sort of leaving the place that I was sleeping. And, uh, I come out and I go straight to the oars. I, I have nothing to say. I just set up my tapestry and and I really try and zone in uh, on, on that rote physical action to avoid any sort of emotional interaction with myself. It's just complete dissociation. Um, I get us moving uh, as long as Rain and the other crews are ready. Rain has uh, gotten up and she's also taking her place as somebody else on the other boat has taken oars and you guys push on through the day as the rest of you eventually wake up. It is three days travel to Marrow Point. The next two days are kind of smooth sailing. Is there anything you guys want to do quickly before you kind of push along? Yeah, I think the second night I'll take watch again. Um, Who would take watch with me? I will. So we're like sitting out at some point and... I'm like looking out to the ocean and I turn to you, Shouty, and Rad says, you know, I just realized uh, I don't I don't even know if Ponch is alive. I, I haven't seen her for, well, since we got attacked by Habu Kepa. Your aunt. I hope she's okay. Can you reach out to her like you did before? Yeah, I, I have called her before. Yeah, maybe I can try something. And on the back of my bandolier, there's like a small brazier like a little bronze brazier that I kind of unclip and set it down and mix in some herbs and and um, uh, a little bit of charcoal. And I spend 10 minutes casting Fine Familiar to see what happens. There are two torches that are put on either corner of each end of the boat. And you guys are kind of nestled underneath one of them as you take those components and put it together and, and begin to cast Fine Familiar. Shodi, as you're watching him perform this ritual, you notice that that drawn on his chest, that red circle, slowly as he's continuing to cast it on, is just starting to glow slightly, low reddish glow. And as you complete the ritual, Rad, both torches snuff themselves out. It didn't snuff out the ones in the back, so there is still kind of residual light, but now there's just like this heavy shadow. And as you kind of look around, you kind of see that the shadow starts to move and stretch and kind of gather around you. And eventually just kind of starts to swirl and form and stuff. And eventually from the shadows, this dog appears. It's kind of like mixed within the shadows, but it eventually kind of takes a shape. And you notice that it's got six eyes and a more wolfish looking form. Rad is like expecting to see a sea lion jump out of the ocean. So when he looks and sees the shadows forming a mastiff or a, a, a wolf-like creature, he's gonna literally scream and just leap into the water. <laughs> yeah, Shodi's gonna like pull their bow and aim it at, at the shadow thing. And, th and then I'll poke my head back out like- <gasps> Rad, what the hell was that? What did you do? What did you make? 
eventually it's just like, what, what, what's wrong? Cause it's, Auntie, it's a, is that you? Yeah, yeah, Red. What's wrong? Paul, <laughs> oh, you look different. Like in a good way? I mean, you look pretty cool, but I, I was expecting a sea lion. You, you, you look like a, well, you look kind of like my new patron, like Lemos. What happened? I, I remember you swimming away, and then I just everything went dark, and I thought, well, I thought you you had died. I thought it was I thought it was the I thought it was the end. I thought you had died. I, I'm so happy to see you. I I wasn't sure if if I said no to Hamukepa and yes to Lemos, if I might lose you. But looks like you just kind of changed a little bit. It's good to see your face, though. I-I don't really know what we're gonna do. I mean, I don't think I'm... I don't think I'm the Herald anymore. That seems accurate. And the family? I don't know. At some point, once all this is over, we're gonna have to go back and check on them. Hmm. Would you be willing to come with me, though? In the meantime? Yeah, of course. Of course. We, we at least have to stick together. You, I was able to come back for a reason, right? He just has a big smile on his face and just kind of gives this terrifying shadow creature a, a hug. Yeah, it's got a, a little bit of mass to it, but you can tell that it's still got this corporeal form about it as it's like swishing its shadowy tail around. Shody, uh, I don't know if I ever introduced you. Well, I did, but I, I don't think I was ever truthful about the fact that uh, Ponch can talk. Could you talk... When you were a when you were a when you were a sea a sea lion, yeah, and you just made stupid faces at us. I don't think my faces were stupid. Well, no, I I didn't mean I didn't mean it in a in a derogatory way. I'm sorry. Just like stupid faces, like you could have you could have spoken and you just made faces and then. But it's lovely to meet you in your own words now. I'm very sorry. That was very rude of me. This is terrifying. But okay. I mean, we we kind of. We kind of had this like thing where we wouldn't we would pretend that she couldn't speak so that people wouldn't freak out and she kind of helped us lure ships to to Hamukepa, but we don't have to do that anymore. That's nice. Rad, uh, I will say though, when you were calling her up, that red bit on you, it glowed. And I don't know if that's normal or if you knew that, but there's some more information for you. I still think it's very interesting that I got a mask with your patron on it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in it too. I mean, I, I want to keep asking around. I want to know more about Lemos, because right now I don't know anything. Do you think Kenny would know? Or Snuval? I think if they... Well, I guess I could ask. I never asked them. I feel like they read more than the rest of us do. If any of those barbarians have any kind <gasps> of wolf iconography, I'm totally going to ask them. Oh, that would be neat. <laughs> well, I'm... I'm glad, Ponch, I'm very glad you're not dead. And Anchor, I'm... No, you're not Anchor. And Rad, I'm glad you have your aunt, dog, friend, person. All right, I'm technically his aunt. (laughs) You're just his aunt, okay. Well, I'm I'm glad she's around for you. Remember, we're around for you too, okay? Uh, I'm going to go sleep now. All right, um... Is it your turn to cast water breathing or my turn? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! And I'll we can, we cast can, water we breathing. We can switch. We can switch off because I know. I know it takes a lot of energy. And already cast okay, it. Okay, well, right, I'll do it tomorrow. All right. Good night. Anybody else want to do anything as you guys are traveling, or can I move us along? 
Does anyone have any chalk? Um, no, not That's actually only. a good question. I wonder if I have amongst my components any chalk. Snowball's awake. We can make some. I have some paint. Does that help? That'll work. Where is it? It's over here by... I keep it on my belt. And I'll let you borrow some of my oil paints. I'll try not to use too much of it. Oh, that's fine. I can always replace. But without wasting any time, Trig on the inside of the hut, um, he gets his hands wet with paint, and with his fingers, he starts drawing out these extremely intricate diagrams. <laughs> and they're all like labeled and dimensioned, and it looks like he's sketching out this thing that fits over the top of the boat. Oh, God. My heart you're burns like... that you're finger painting with oil paints right now. <laughs> it is pretty painful. Yeah. Oh, God, Mrs. Christ. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, I mean, at one point, as you're, like, doing all of that and you're diagramming, you kind of, like, look down, you notice, like, Baron's there with you, and, like, she's also got her hands up oh, on... No. And she's also just, like... Just getting in there. She's helping. <laughs> yeah, just trying to draw, think. Just don't draw over the things I'm drawing on, okay? <laughs> Does it? She just keeps going. All right, well, I'll let her do whatever she wants, and I'll just fix anything she paints over. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> you no. spent a, a good part of one of the days <laughs> drawing and painting in there. Anything else for any, anybody? Oh, Gucci. I think every night I just cast tongues on myself and tell Baron, like, talk to Baron. Yeah. Uh, Eli, I'm gonna constantly be in meditation and see if I get any signs or whispers. Especially about what to do. Okay. On the third day, you guys eventually bout towards the later part of the afternoon, eventually make landfall as one of the other boats kind of, you hear this like loud, like conch shell, like horn kind of bellow out as someone notes land ahead as you see the horizon of Wall Raven. Uh, Snival, mm-hmm. you're, you're sitting in the middle of like the boat. The sky is overcasted, but it doesn't look like it's gonna rain anytime soon. The water's a little choppy, but you guys are staying relatively steady, but you eventually find a rhythm that kind of lulls you into your your meditation and you eventually settle into it. Are you asking something or? I'm going to ask, what should I do? And I'll just have an image of rat in my head and I'll just constantly be asking that question. You keep asking the question and it seems like it's been like hours and you just don't hear anything and it's just, you get frustrated a little bit sometimes and you, you break it for a moment and you kind of like snored but then you take a deep breath and you just resettle in and eventually one last time just like what do I do? Mm-hmm. And you just hear this gentle voice on the back of your mind and it says be flexible. That's the motherfucking enlightenment. Yeah, the chillest god in the world. (laughs) Fucking chill. I'm gonna snap out of that and just kind of like some kind of that. Oh, that irritated me. (laughs) Flex. Oh, okay. Does that mean be flexible? I'm gonna try to ask that and see if I get a response. I know probably the answer. Nope. <laughs> no, I, I thought so. I thought so. I'm gonna kind of just. What the fuck does that. 
So I'm gonna get a little huffy, and I'm gonna like kind of stand up, and I'm gonna be like, be flexible. Mm -hmm. And then I'm 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 gonna probably groan out, and then look at Rad, and like, I'll wave. Hello. <laughs> and I'm gonna just like raise up a claw, my little claw, and just kind of do a hello, <laughs> and then go to anchor. Oh. Do you need any assistance with anything? Uh, sure, absolutely. I I could get some assistance on the the mast and the the sails with Rad if you'd like to work with him. <laughs> oh, uh, Rad. Yes. Um, sure. Yes, that's about all the help I need. It's the only position if left. If that's what you need, that's that that's where I would be better assisted. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. Hmm. Two people roll me perception checks. I've got a 21. Uh, 19. As you guys are approaching, you start to see coastline of Marrow Point and the craggy cliff face above that's kind of shadowed by a fog of some kind up above. You can't see the full height of this, this cliff face. Anchor, as you're kind of like steering the boat, you look to either side of... Uh, the other ships, everybody's moving smoothly. It doesn't seem like anything is afoot. But as you kind of continue away, as you start to notice fog starting to corporealize out of the sea, drifting its way towards your ship. Okay. Snival, as 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 the fog starts to kind of approach and settle, you kind of sense something on your on your sense, something darting towards your boat. Is it, is it like before? Is this like a familiar thing like we've been through before? It's not the same essence and feeling of, okay. of the other being, but something's moving very quickly through the water. Okay, I don't know if you could see it, but uh, very, very quickly something is approaching just ahead of us in the water. Should I slow us then? I'll put us to half mass and I'll signal over to Rain and the other ship to, to slow us down a little bit to see if we can pull ourselves to a stop, you know, let this thing attack us if it's going to. Well, should we send them out first then? So we wouldn't know if it's friendly I, or not? I imagine if we're all close together, we'll find out together. Uh, I'd like to have more hands together uh, if we're going to be fighting invisible demons again. Unless you're against it. I trust your judgment. You're the one who can see it. No, I'm just as lost as you are. Um... Good. <laughs> All right. You signal to Rain and to, to Snafu to slow your speed. With a confused look, she obliges because she did not catch anything um, except for the fog that's now starting to roll in and linger amongst your boat as you all half-mass and you slowly drift to halt. Rain, like, calls out. She's like, what is it? Uh, there's something in the water. It's pursuing our ships. Um, and she's like, Where? As she says that, one of the crew members on her boat kind of starts to like lean over this this water genasi. He says something in Aquan, and it's a little bit too far for anybody to quite hear. But all of a sudden, you hear this like loud like ring of metal, and then a hard splash as that guy who was standing there is now gone. <gasps> what? What was that? Start waking up. Everybody up. Other members of the crew are frantically running towards where that went, and they're calling out, and they're looking down and pointing and trying to figure out what's going on. Um, eventually, yeah, eventually something breaches the water, 
and it grabs one of the other crew members and just splashes down. All you guys can see is just like something very long and and has like a, a fish's tail that kind of flicks and, and dives back down into the water. Someone give us some light so we can see what's going on. I assume I've woken up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Allegra. Oh, I was just gonna say I'll throw dancing lights out over where the like the last uh, the last guy went down. Trig will scream, I'm awake! And he runs out of the hut screaming, two crossbows in hands, and he's gonna try to jump over to the boat where this is happening. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> roll, roll me an acrobatics check. <laughs> How far are the distances between yeah. the ships if we had to cross? Um, I I put it at like 15 feet just to 15. not make it too, okay. yeah, just not make it crazy. And, and the guys who fell in the water, the first guy, is he on the like surface of the water or did he get pulled oh, down he- deep? He, no. you guys don't, um, as far as you know, you haven't, you don't see him at all. You just heard a splash oh, and nothing else. And just I the commotion the 20, of the crew. Sorry, oh. I got a 24 on that acrobatics check. Yeah. Or sorry, a 22. Effortless. You just get up, like, in one, one smooth movement. <laughs> I do a double black backflip on the way. Oh, lord. <laughs> and I'll, I run over to the edge of the boat where all of this is happening, and I just start shooting wildly into the ocean. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll give you that, and then let's all roll initiative. Oh boy. Yeah. It's like, save your ammo. Combat. <laughs> I have a four for initiative. I have a four for initiative. <laughs> oh, I rolled a four too. <laughs> okay. What? I rolled a natural one. I think, what, uh, Aaron, you have the highest dex, then Rad, then me. I would say with you rolling a one, I'll put you at the bottom of the list. I'll give you the su- I'll give you the surprise round though. Canny. Yes, I have an eight. Eight. Whoa. Oof. Uh, Shody. Sixteen. No, oh. sorry, eighteen. Eighteen. Thank okay. God. Math. Okay. Snaval. Nineteen. Ooh, nice. nice. I rolled a, f- a total of five, and Ponch rolled a f- sixteen. Ooh, go punch. Trig, yes, uh, I'm giving you the, the surprise round for the, the crossbow bolts. What did you roll for those attacks? <laughs> well, that's going to be a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 will hit. Okay. And that is going to be, without anything fancy this time around, that is going to be seven points of damage. You wildly, like, shoot into, into the water. Um... And you can hear just the sound of, of an arrow making purchase with Hyde, and you see some blood. Um, Snival, you are... All right, I'm going to... I'm going to run, dive off the boat, dive under, and kind of see what I'm sensing. Uh, what do I sense down there? I just want to see how big it is. It's, and they um... say I'm the dumb one. <laughs> I didn't say it was staying. I didn't say it was staying. It's, it's not that you feel a, a, a one big Whoa. thing. It's that you feel many things <laughs> down there. Okay. Um, do, do I know what it is? Do you know what it is? Yeah. 
I mean, from what you can see, it's a lot of tails, a lot of fins, um, and what looks to be a shark. But they're moving very quickly and darting through, and as you kind of breach that water, you've kind of made your presence known as yeah. one of them kind of turns around and is, is swimming quickly towards you uh, with, a, with a large harpoon in hand. All right, what are you gonna fine. Do? Okay, so uh, I'm going to... You have half movement in the water. Okay, so it's coming towards me. All right, then I'm going to attack it with, uh, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do two unarmed strikes. Let me roll for that really quick. 19 and 19 again. Both of those will hit. Both hit. Ah, okay, so 16 points of damage really quick. And now I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do, as a bonus action, I'm gonna go ahead and do Stunning Strike. So for a Stunning Strike, let me see what this uh, Okay, you have to do a con saving throw of 12. Natural 17. Oh, damn. You know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. Well, whatever, you still got like 16 points of damage. Whatevs. Yeah. You, you cold clock, like this creature is like darting straight at you and you just use its own momentum that you just kind of cold clock both times as it just packs right into you. Um, and you deal it some pretty hard damage. You can feel the crunching of bone underneath very tough hide and skin. Shouty. Uh, can I see the one that uh, Snooball is fighting? Um, you're, you can roll me a perception check to see because she's underwater. Uh, 13. 13. The water's kind of choppy, and it, it you can see, like, movement, but you can't tell if it's Snival, or you, you can't tell if it's something else. Then I am going to draw my short bow, and I'm just gonna hold my action for the next time one of them pops up to grab someone. I'm gonna shoot. Okay. Copy that. Uh, punch. <laughs> Paunch is going to use her bonus action to uh, use her shadow blend, and she's going to become invisible uh, amongst the shadows of the ship. Okay. Yeah. Um, as she's kind of, like, standing next to you, eventually, like, her form just kind of slowly just, like, seeps down into the ground and kind of scatters into the nearest shadows. She disappears. And then I think she'll, she'll probably hold an action to attack if any of these creatures get onto the ship. Copy that. Rain is up. Um, yeah, Rain is going to go uh, over to the area where two of her crew members have been pulled into the water. Um, she's going to pull out her her spear, and she's going to kind of stand on the edge, and she's kind of looking, and she's going to hold an action to strike if any of them pop out of the water um, with her spear. Same with Snafu. He's going to ready a bow, uh, standing alongside Poe, as he's just kind of like starting back and forward, waiting for an opportunity to strike. Where are you all standing on this boat? And I assume anchors towards the back end, um, and yeah. the rest of you guys are in the front of the ship? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we've established that I'm right on the edge. Yeah, you're and uh, right on the edge. You're, you're essentially standing exactly next to Rain as you both are holding an action because you're on her ship. Okay. Trig, you and Rain are both looking down at the water and you you guys uh, the water is choppy as uh, previously described um but you can see just movement and motion just darting back and forth just like 
a predatory just kind of pacing back and forth and you, you can't tell if it's how many are just darting back and forth it seems almost seamless but eventually um you just start seeing one f- like a shadow just kind of like get larger and larger and, and eventually breaches and out pops this like it looks like a mermaid but it's got this like wide jaggedy jaw and like just like a tentacle cult like like tendrils to kind of off to the side of the mouth and he has this like harpoon at the ready and he just like throws it towards rain and rain kind of just manages to move out of the way um in time as it uh eventually just darts back down into the water do i get my do i get my shot off you're within range to do that but 13. 13 hits? Oh shit, dope. Um, was it engaged with someone else? It was technically engaged with Rain because uh, it attempted to attack her. Seven points of damage. You loose your arrow instinctually um, as you see it mid-air after it throws. You find the perfect point to just let loose. And it does strike into its chest as you can hear it crash back into the water as it makes this screeching noise as it does and it falls in. But as that that distraction has been uh, caused, you see two other of those creatures kind of out a little bit further in the distance. One of them, you can see Shodi, you can see it bringing its hands like out from to its sides. And as it does, you see the crackling of like ozone around it as eventually it brings both of its hands together and just a bolt of fucking lightning just darts out straight at your guys' ship. I need everybody on the front of the boat to roll me a a deck save. We just got this boat. (laughs) I have plans for it. Dirty 20. Sorry, guys, we got three. 14. Nine. Do we have to roll for Baron? (gasps) Oh, Jesus. Oh no. Friar. <laughs> Is she hiding in the hut, maybe? Oh, she's no. in she's in the I see. She's agree. in the hut. No, I I rolled okay. for her. Oh. I rolled for her. She's fine. Okay. Um Oh thank okay. god. Oh. Anchor, actually roll me an athletics check, because you'll you'll at least witness this and can react to it. Okay. Uh, I've got a 23. Shodi, again, you see just the two hands of crackling with ozone coming together, and it strikes as you see a bolt of lightning spit between this creature's hands straight at the ship. Everybody, for the most part, ducks, but Rad, as you attempt to to jump out of the way, you catch this bolt, and it uh, deals you 28 points of lightning damage as it cracks hard through there. Um, what was your athletic check, Anchor? It was a 23. 23. You see this bolt of lightning dart through your ship as you kind of move the oar to the side to kind of avoid it to hitting like parts of the mass or causing any damage to the ship as it eventually cracks up past you and into the to ocean behind you. Gotcha. The other creature is eventually also going to raise its hands, but it seems to be calling out somewhere to the sky as you can feel just like a, a, the, a shifting pressure of the of the tides and the winds and Rad, as you're kind of like like feeling all this like lightning through you and you you take a moment and you kind of um, though feeling the pain you kind of feel that pressure change and it seems like a almost familiar sensation in the way that you call Hamukapa. This thing just did something that made me feel that yeah. way. Yeah. As it's like raising its hands, you can feel the the changing of pressure, and it's a familiar pressure that w- when you summon Hamu. 
Oh. <laughs> That'll end their turn. Okay. And we continue okay. on. Do we continue on? Yes, yes. Almost on our ass. Fuck. <laughs> Just quick team vote. Do we want to book it? Do we want to stay here and smack some mermaid? It can be both ways. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I assume like we're still moving as these things are giving us chase. Yeah, we're yeah. at half mass. Kenny, Kenny, what's your armor class? Fourteen. As you guys dart out of the way of this lightning bolt and you try to gain, regain your footing and stuff like that, Kenny, you turn around and eventually you see another one of those creatures jump out of the water and has thrown a harpoon straight at you. I need you to roll me a strength check. It just went south. 15. Oof. Okay. You take 18 points of piercing damage from this harpoon. Jesus. But you as you the as the harpoon like hits into you, you feel this like tug as the creature tr- attempts to pull you with the harpoon, but you manage to steady yourself and your uh, and ground yourself down. It's you're slowly sliding, but you are you haven't been like fully just like, yanked back down into the water, but you're attached to this harpoon and it is slowly dragging you to the edge of the boat. Shodi Another one of those creatures. I also need you to roll me a strength check. Um, as the as a second one breaches the water and throws its harpoon at you. Uh, Fourteen. Mm. Uh, this one also uh, hits you. You take seventeen points of, of piercing damage from this one, but as as uh, it pierces into you, you get yanked and pulled, and eventually you fall over the edge of the boat into the water. Oh shit! You splash down into what? it. When you splash down into the water, you see both this mermaid tendril-looking creature, but beside it is a large shark as it, it goes and attempts to bite at you but it misses you as you manage to kind of slide away from it as you feel its rough skin break across you oh as you try to get your bearings as you kind of like swim and try to steady yourself oh and oh that turn wow oh boy that changes what I'm gonna do oh that changes what I'm gonna do <laughs> Trig roll me a strength check oh that will be a 16 16. Nice. Um, yeah. The creature, as uh, that the creature emerges and breaches the surface, you see and notice that it's got one of your bolts in it. It chucks its harpoon at you um, and it attempts to drag you down, but you manage to just like put both of your feet up on the, on the corner. <laughs> can we say I shoot the chain loose? Yeah, it's, I can say with with the because it, it rolled a one it starts to drag you and you manage to put both of your feet up on the wood of the corner of it and it like it's slowly raising you up and as you do that you just shoot at it and it breaks the chain so now you got a harpoon in you but <laughs> it's not There's dragging worse things in this shoulder <laughs> you take 12 points of piercing damage though from the harpoon i take that back <laughs> i love the, combat uh, but i'm so scared <laughs> uh, the second creature eventually uh, jarts out and uh, uh, breaches as well and attacks Rain. Um, I need to. Oof, goddamn. Um, eventually, it, it harpoons her and yanks her down into the water uh, before she even gets a chance to steady herself as you hear just a splash. Um, then. 
you can see, like, because Rain's hair is so white you, and it's she's just on the surface, you, Trig, if you look down, you can see, like, just Rain's hair, but you just see, like, this giant, like, shadow that just across past her. Uh, <laughs> and she tries to steady herself. Uh, shark misses an attack. Uh, Rad. <laughs> okay. You've been struck by lightning and you're gaining your bearings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine I have to, like, kickflip myself back up. He's <laughs> on uh, his back! <laughs> turtle! And then, yeah, I turtle for a minute, and then I get up, and then if, if I get to the side of the ship that is closest to this warlock that casts that spell, would I be within 60 feet of him? Yeah, I, could, I would say that. They're not that, they're not that okay. far out. Okay, so I'm going to do that. Like I'm, like, ready to just, like, knock this guy out. But if I turn around and I look in the water, how many of my allies do I see in the water? Um, roll me a quick perception check because everybody's underwater. Well, I mean, it's not that good, but I can count on the boat. And I i mean, I rolled it like a four, I think, total. I mean, a four, t- four t- for your perception? For my perception check. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you glance to side to side and you notice that um, Shodi's not on the boat. You notice that uh, uh, Snaval is not on the boat. Um, but you you kind of look at the other boats and you can't quite tell exactly who's who on, on the other two boats. Yeah, it, it worries me that I don't see them because I still don't quite understand this enemy. And if he hit me for 28 points of damage, these guys are powerful. I need to even the odds. I'm going to cast Control Water and I want to create a 20-foot wave onto our ship in the area where I think my friends cra- like fell into the water. And I'm hoping that I bring a couple of those enemies back onto our ship so that Anchor can hammer at them. Yeah, you go uh, to the edge of the boat and stuff like that, and you know that, like, you, you don't know who, but you know that, that not everybody is present. Um, as you cast Control Water, and then that wave just kind of just jumps out right before you guys out of nowhere. And it's just kind of daunting as it just crashes down and just floods the entire uh, boat. Eventually, as all the water kind of just throws through. Um, Shodi, you're back on the boat. Uh, Snaval, you're back on the boat. But what you see is two large mermaid creatures that also have joined you on the boat, and as well as a a very large shark. (laughs) Nice. Nice. I'm just gonna turn back to the war like I see in the water and be like, why don't you join us, dude? They see you, but they don't do anything as they just keep watching you guys from afar. Is that your turn, Rad? That's my turn, yep. Anchor! <laughs> so are any of us left in the water still? I would say that it wouldn't no, have... No, that's so. everybody? Rain's Drake in the water the still. Bone. Just rain, okay. Um, She'll be fine. I'm going to go stand by uh, Shouty um, as close as I can. Um, am I still within range of one of these mermaid dicks? Yeah, running running up to the boat, I, I can say that you... Um... Okay. The the club is out. I'm standing right by Shouty, trying to uh, keep them safe. I'm going to take a big smack with the club against the closest one. Go forth. Okay. The first one is ridiculous. It's a 24. Nice. That'll hit. And the second attack is... A little less impressive, but a 16. That'll hit as well. Okay, roll cool. We'll go to damage. damage. Um, uh, 25 points of damage. 
Yes. As I nice. rear back the club, I'm just clubbing seals at this point. I'm gonna go straight for the <laughs> oh, head. Oh no! I'm, gonna, you know, I'm trying. I'm like Gallagher. I'm trying to smash watermelon. So I come up for this big diagonal cross, and the the club comes down. The creatures are kind of flopping on the boat. Um, they don't seem to be having trouble like breathing air, but they are just kind of getting, they're like flopping about to try to get their bearings. And as one attempts to like sit up, you just straight, just one hand, just crack down into its skull yeah. and you feel just the pressure and it just <laughs> caves in slightly as, his, <laughs> as you feel like the, ten- the tendrils on his face just kind of like, slip, like jet. Um, it's not enough to kill it, but you've done okay. some... F- as you pull away, it's just blood pouring down on this creature. In that <laughs> case, I don't know when I'm going to get another chance to do this. They're probably going to jump in the water anyways. I'm going to action surge, and so yeah! after that diagonal hit, I'll come back up with the momentum and back down with two hands. So I'll go for those two attacks. Uh, that's a natural 20. Oh, oh, oh shit. And that's another 16. Another 16? Yeah. Um, so what, it's double the dice? That's double the dice. Okay, cool. Oh. <laughs> One more. Jesus. 48 points of damage? Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, how, how do you want to? How do you want to do it? <laughs> yeah. I think I just reinforce exactly where I was smashing into the skull before, and I, I press them in. I'm trying to get fish guts across the, the, uh, the deck here, and then I'm going to apologize to Shouty and kind of kick the corpse to the side and prepare to hit the next one. <laughs> Thanks, Anchor. I mean, you do, yeah. You do that first like strike that caves in its head, and then you just like feel that just raw, hard anger as you just pull it back up, and with all the weight, you just bring it out one second time, and it just brings its skull, <laughs> it just smashes it in, <laughs> as it the body just eventually just lays down on the ground, and you got splatter across your face. Hey, Eli, technically, uh, Ponch was holding an action. Could she bite at the shark? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So she, like, she leaps out of the shadows and just chomps onto the shark. Um, because she was invisible, I think she has advantage on that attack. Yeah. Uh, uh, a 19 total to That'll hit. That's 10 damage. Nice. Yeah, as the... Oh, and they have to make a strength saving throw. Uh, I rolled a natural 16 for the saving throw. Okay, they're fine. Okay. Yeah, as the as the shark is kind of like bellies up and stuff like that, just flapping around, like the shadows just kind of pull together as Ponge reforms and just jumps on top of it and just starts ju- like biting into it and just starts shaking at its rough-ass skin. Was that all for you, Anchor? I'm sorry? Was that all for you on your turn? Uh, yeah, I don't want to do any of my... Uh, I- I'm good. Trig. I just want to say that if if anything attacks Shouty, I'm going to use my Sentinel reaction. Copy that. Fun. Trig. <laughs> Trigger up. Let's so, okay. go. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on the other boat, right? Yeah, you're you're on you're on range ship. Yeah. I'm on the other that, that everything else got flashed up on. Okay. So how many and how many hostile creatures do I see up on the deck of the other boat? You see. Uh, two that are alive. You witness uh, Anchor bludgeoning one to death, and you see another one of them that's now been able to kind of sit itself up, and the shark that now this shadow dog that you've never seen before is biting down on it and eating at it. So there's three hostiles. Are 
any two of them within five feet of one another. Yeah, they're pretty tightly, uh, they're pretty okay. close enough. Great. Yeah. Trig screams out, I've never tried this many before! And he runs in the direction of the other ship. He throws seven crossbow bolts up into the air, right as he jumps after them, and he's gonna start plucking bolts out of the air and firing at the enemies on the other ship. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus, okay. <laughs> I'll roll the first. So, first three, this is my two regular attacks plus my crossbow expert attack on the closest one to me. Okay. Walk us through this. I want to understand how you have seven attacks. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-class and like crazy. He's got a spreadsheet. Oh okay. An Ooh, and they're terrible. They're terrible for the first three rolls. Okay. So the first one, I'm going to use um, a precision attack off of one of my superiority die. It's going to be 14. Ah, damn it. I forgot to call sharpshooter. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, damn, I really Dang. Can we hear? <laughs> is this Trig talking out loud to himself as he's grabbing the bolts? Yes, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Yes, absolutely. He's, <laughs> he's, he's MacGyvering this shit. <laughs> yeah. The first attack is going to be a 15 to hit. That'll hit. <laughs> the second attack is going to be a 13 to hit. That'll hit. The third attack is going to be a 14 to hit. That'll hit. Okay, so they all hit. I didn't even need to. I wasted a superiority die, but that's fine. Okay, and at this this first one, I'm going to use a disarming attack on on the damage to try to knock its weapon out of its hands. Okay. Uh, so it needs to make a DC 14 uh, strength saving throw. No, yeah, that'll hit. That was a 15. Okay. Um, but anyway, that's going to be um, five, uh, eight points of piercing damage. Uh, the second attack. Um, is going to be six points of damage, and the third attack on that guy is going to be just four points of piercing damage. And I assume he's still pretty healthy. No, I mean, no, he's not. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> you, you rapid fire those three bolts into him, and it just takes like takes him one by surprise, and two, it, it, it just hits him in the right spot spots, and it's like in his like under his rib, like white right where his like lung is. Like one goes into its neck, um, as it, he's just you can see just his chest starting to just co coat with like blood. Um, he's still up, but he's breathing heavily, starting to kind of staggerly breathe. Okay, here we go. Rolling right back along. <laughs> Next step. There's more. A horde breaker to take an attack on his buddy that's standing right next to him. The buddy is the shark um, that is being engaged by the shadow dog. The other one is dead. Horde breaker, I will take an attack at the shark sharpshooter. It's going to be a... Uh, that's going to be a 19 to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. And that is going to be... Because of sharpshooter, that is going to be 16 points of piercing damage. I get it right in the eye. Yeah. Yeah, if you loose your bolts and stuff like that and it strikes it straight into its eyeball. It's just, it's a shark. It's just flailing. <laughs> it's a shark. <laughs> Next step. There's Action more. surge. Okay. <laughs> I love that during Aaron's turn, we all just sit back and relax yeah. and we're like, we got about 10 minutes. <laughs> I think Sergio went to go get a coffee at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the guy Sack. that I almost killed but didn't quite kill, I will take one shot at Sharpshooter. Coffee. That's going to be 13 to hit. 13 will hit. Four. 18 points of piercing damage. Oof. So close, yet 
Not quite. Oh, <laughs> you you okay. you loosen again in, into its throat. It's, it's bleeding more, but he's he's like okay. he's doing that wobble. I'm gonna take the. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna spare him for just a slim moment, and I'm gonna take my final attack on the sharp sharpshooter. Okay. I'm gonna precision attack that one, which is gonna make that a 22 to hit. That'll hit. And that's gonna be. Oh, measly 14 points of piercing damage. And I believe it or not, unfortunately. That's all I've got. Oh, that's it. <laughs> and as I, you know, after having successfully fired off all seven uh, shots, I'll cry out victory and tribulations as I roll to my feet onto the other ship. He's a Skywalker, too. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo, what is it, an acrobatic check? That is gonna be a 22. <laughs> like butter, like effortlessly. <laughs> Fucking hells, man. <laughs> you, just, you, just do all, you just do all of this, and then you just like backflip back on the other boat. <laughs> I'm blowing on the crossbow. I know that doesn't make any sense, but I'm doing it. It's, it's, I mean, it's just unbelievable. We are missing the fantasy cocaine. Kenny, let's. Just, no. What did you want to do? You're being dragged by one of the uh, one of the creatures into the water. It's slow, but you are <laughs> you've been able to kind of ground yourself. It's just a, a slow skid across the deck. <laughs> I'm going to lean into that, um, and grab the person. Just like close the gap close to the person dragging me and uh, use a bonus action to cast a command. Okay. So that's Ooh. a wisdom saving throw. Um, DC is 14. Oof. Oh no. Okay, no. Cool. Yeah, no, that fails. Yeah. So I'm just going to tell them follow and jump into the water towards the uh, the warlock tentacle man. Oh, you're you're going to the the two lurking out in the water, a ways. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. And then I'm going to use my action to activate. I think it's called radiant consumption. So you're just gonna see everyone's just gonna see like a twenty foot like ball of light, um, and under the water, uh, Kenny's mask is going to like start heating and open up. Um, and she's just gonna like let all of the divine energy just like radiate out. Um, and anything within 10 feet of Kenny is gonna take 8 points radiant damage. She's also gonna take 4 points. Shit, dude. That would have been real cool if I could have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys just see like big light coming from under the water. From <laughs> water, that's it. Yeah, you, you swim down to them, you like get right up in their faces, you just radiate that, that divine energy as the mass kind of just coils and curls from the, the heat. It's like a, just a large, fiery, divine blast that they don't even expect it. It's just kind of like, like make that face and <laughs> they just get blasted by that energy um, and they take that damage. Um, anything else you wanted to do? No, yeah, I'm good top of the round. For a second it just gets weirdly quiet. Even it almost feels like even the wind stops blowing 
and the, the, the ocean starts to kind of steady. The other boat uh, has not really been engaged by anything, but they've been kind of at the ready waiting for something to happen. Um, as you see Poe and uh, standing alongside his ferret buddy, eventually out of the water near the ship, this large, like this, this tentacle kind of just juts out of the water and it slams down into Snafu's boat. Fuck. Oh, no. Causing some damage as it shakes and rattles the boat, and since you guys are uh, still kind of tethered in some way, you feel that momentum shake your boat a little bit. Eventually, the the tentacle just kind of slinks its arm back into the water. And I think that is our cue to exit. Snowball, <laughs> you're up. Damn. Hey, Aaron, do you want to drive Snowball for a second? <laughs> you can pull something out. Hold on. Uh, well, That's all you. The. We can't fight it. It's too big. You can save rain. Nah. <laughs> You're right. No. Now that was my initial gut instinct was to go. She's going to. Okay, look at red. I'm going for rain, and then I'm gonna go ahead. And just part two. Run, somersault, dive, and go straight in. Try to find rain to get up, bring him back up. Okay. Can is there like a, is that is that oh, that's I can use that as all action, correct? Or is that like a whole thing I do? I'm so sorry, everybody. I just want to make sure I do that right. Um, yeah, jumping into save rain would be your action. Okay. So you yep, would have been tempted. You jump over to the other boat and you, you dive straight into the water. You can make out the white color of her hair hanging above her. She's got a harpoon stuck in, in her side. She's like fending off a large shark that has just like darted and, and gone down below um, and disappeared into the darkness. Can I actually use my bonus action to do like steps of wind technically and then like kind of swim faster to her as uh, possible? You use step of the wind and you pull, you're using that to pull rain out of the water as your bonus? Well, uh, yeah, if I can grab her and then I'm just going to like, if I can get her within that, the action plus the bonus action to grab her and kind of get her back up to the surface. Yeah, I'll say that you're you're able to dive into the water and you, like you you use that whole dive to like use that full momentum to get close to her and you then you you step of the wind and you just kind of get a second burst of energy from that initial dive and you just yank rain and you manage to just get yourselves up to the edge of the boat as you guys are now clamoring up. Uh, up the side and trying to get over. Um, some of the crew members are now rushing over to you and, and grabbing you and trying to pull you pull you up. Um, and that was the rest of your turn? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, show day. Is there a way I can get a line, uh, like a straight line on the two that were furthest out but not get Kenny? Yeah. Like if yeah. I go to like the front of the ship or the back of the ship? Yeah, I could say you you can you can navigate and get an angle where it would put out of because Kenny's a, a little bit a ways away from them out of melee, um, so you you can you kind of gauge it and you're you might be able to do something. Cool. Uh, if the two of them are in a line, I'm going to uh, mirror the the guy that cracked his hands together and spit lightning at us. I'm gonna mirror what he did, smack my hands together and cast lightning bolt as okay. it shoots across and he both of the, the two that are the two that are in a line have to make a dexterity saving throw against 15 oh 
yeah. Fuck. Don't tell me one. Yeah, they both fail. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so they take 8d6 damage. 23. And then I'm gonna use empowered uh, empowered spell to re-roll two of those. 27, and then I'm gonna re-roll two of them. 32 points of uh, lightning damage. Between the Hell yeah. between the both of them? To both of them. To both of them? You said 32? It's a it's an a hundred foot hundred foot long five foot wide just bolt of lightning that cracks through both of them. Hell yeah. Holy shit. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I can do it too. Oh, roll me, roll me a d20. <laughs> it's good. It's a 12. What's up? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then can I, can I run over and peek in the, the like, the hut and just check on Baron and stand yeah. in front of the door? <laughs> Yeah, you, you go in there and she's she's kind of sitting there. She's 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 she looks like she's trying to stay as calm as one one four year old can with all the loud noises. She's kind of got her hands over yeah. her like ears, uh, and she's just kind of she looks up at you. It's all right, you're fine. It's okay, I promise. It's all right. Paunch. Uh, Paunch, I think we'll probably just bonus action go into the shadows, and if anything gets onto the ship, she'll attack. Okay. That's all. Um, yeah, she she's but well, she's still. Even though she's still biting the shark, she's still on top of the shark, engaged with it. Oh, is the, is the shark still alive? Yeah, the shark's still alive. It's hanging in there. <laughs> All right, she'll attack it then. Uh, that's cocked. Uh, that's not much better, but is a 12 hit. It is, it is It is prone, technically. I think I technically have advantage on this thing. Well, 12 does hit. This poor shark, You can man. roll it you, you, if you want to roll. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, See if you roll a little higher, but yeah, 12 hits. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get like green piece on our ass now. Yeah, for real. A total of ten piercing ten damage. Ten piercing damage. Nice. Like, what is the shark gonna do? <laughs> can't breathe. Oh, I feel Fuck so you, bad. Shark. Yeah, actually, that that's enough. Um, yeah, Pon. Well, there's anything special you want Pon to do? That's enough to kill it. <laughs> uh, I just like to imagine she like burrows into it and comes out the other side. Oh, Shadow magic. Shadow dog. She like just like Hungry bites, dog. yeah. She just like bites into it and like she rips off a piece, and then she eventually just like corporealizes her shadow through into it, and it kind of just starts to bleed out as it just. <laughs> she eventually like pulls back out. Oh, it's like that one comic where Shadow Cat phases some dude's heart out of his chest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Rain is back up on the boat thanks to Snival. She kind of claps Snival on the back of the shoulder. Likewise. She is going to do stuff. She's going to kind of like start to kind of like levitate and kind of float up as she casts Spirit Guardian. Oh. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> nice. Spirit Guardian's great. Hey, did Poe and Snafu die in that tentacle thing or are they just in the water? Do you guys God, remember? I hope so. <laughs> the boat's still intact, but a good portion of it has been like kind of broken apart. The tentacle wasn't okay. very large, um, but it was enough to like do some residual damage. But they're they were rocked and they were like knocked on the ground and stuff like that. But they're still they're still there. Yeah. So she cast the rain cast a spirit guardian and she she casts out um, four uh, four spirits. They look like little like lightning dogs um, as they kind of like stand like around the, around her 
and she's gonna hold an action to to uh, use that to attack any of the creatures that uh, jut out if they do jut out. Snafu is gonna actually uh, take his turn. He's gonna go over to the edge where that that tentacle had gone out, and he's just starting to fire arrows into the water and attempting to try to see where this creature's at or what what's going on. Kenny, you're stand like you're out in the water, um, and you see that lightning bolt crack across the uh, crack above you and strike into it. Shortly after, you like radiate that divine energy, um, but you're still standing in front of these two uh, mermaid-looking creatures out in the water, and they one of them is gonna attack you. He is going to uh, chuck a harpoon at you. That is a 17 to hit. Yeah, you take 10 points of piercing damage. Um, roll me a strength check. That's a 10. Huh? You're in luck. <laughs> I rolled a 3. Um, yeah. It tries to yank you, but again, you are you you bunker down, you hold on to it, and you're, you're able to kind of release yourself from the harpoon so it doesn't yank you back. Um, but you're in the water, there's a bit of blood starting to pull around you from the wound. Um, that'll end its turn. The other one is going to... You, what you see is it just disappears in like a, a form of like bubbles, like a, like a mist, it just bubbles out. Can I cast Counterspell? Sure. Um, I'm casting it at level four, so I don't know if I need to still roll or something. What would I have to roll against? Uh, well, it just says, um, at a spell slot of fourth level or higher, the interrupted spell has no effect if its level is less than or equal to the level of the spell slot. Oh yeah, this, the spell slot's uh, less. So as it, it attempts to like form okay. bubbles around it to like disappear, um, you you cast out counterspell. It is it, it just form just like returns back in its place, and it kind of looks around, uh, alarmed by that. But regardless, it's going to attempt to uh, swim past you, Kenny, so you can occur an opportunity attack as it as it tries to swim towards the boat. I can cast a spell with an opportunity attack, right? If you have Warcaster. Okay, then uh, I'm just going to take a swing. I've been avoiding using this weapon because I don't remember how to pronounce it. But it's the spear that starts with the letter Y. The Yikawa? Yes, the Yikawa. That's not how you say it. The Yikawa? The Yikawa. I think that's it, right? Yes, I'm going to use the that. The Yikawa. Yes, that weapon. Is This This sounds like it's from um, Tomb of Annihilation. It's a. Uh, is it spelled Y K L A W A? Oh yeah, yeah W A. Yeah. Yikula. I think it's pronounced Yakilwa. Yakilwa. I'm going to use that. I ran that campaign, and I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Yeah, it's got the pronunciation right here. Mm, that's a a 14 to hit. Nice. Yakilwa. So you uh, did you roll for attack? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a 14. Uh, 14 hits. Oh, yay! Okay, that's seven points of damage. Okay, yeah, you you strike him with the weapon and rake it across its its tail as it as it as it swims and scurries by you, um, but it's it's darting towards Snafu's boat. Um, oh shit! Well, Kenny is ac- actually it's your turn as well. <laughs> you guys killed off a lot of people, so <laughs> the bulk of the <laughs> bulk of the stuff is is free. So it's your turn, Kenny. Okay, 
Okay, cool. I'm going to go ahead and move as close as I can to it and try to cast Banishment. Okay. So, Charisma save DC 14. Oh, and it takes 8 points of damage. No, yeah, no, I fail that. Yeah. <laughs> fail that with a 12. Get out of here. Okay, yeah. You, like, reach out a hand and all of a sudden flip. This dude's gone. He disappears out of the water. <laughs> okay, to the top. Wait, is there anybody else down there still? Um, I mean, there's the one, there's two of them. So there's the one guy that <laughs> that's there <laughs> that didn't run away or wasn't heading towards the boat. Okay, we're swimming towards him so he can get his eight points of damage as well. Okay. Sure, yeah, he takes eight points of damage. He is hanging in there. He took a, a really big hit from that, that lightning bolt damage, as you can kind of see, like, the burn, like, in its chest. But he's hanging on as he holds his harpoon out to you. Uh, Rad, you're up. I'm just going to Eldritch Blast this guy. I've got two shots. Okay. Man, the highest is a 14. Actually, 13. 13 won't hit. Okay. They go wide. Anchor. We, we don't have any of these bastards on our boat left, right? No. Just the dying shark? Just the dying shark. Or is that... No, the shark's dead, okay. too. The, the oh, no. Perfect. The All shadow right. so dog ate killed... the dog. Ate the shark. Good, good. We've continued the May Day tradition of hurting animals. So <laughs> oh, I can I return to my post. Um, I'm going to get back on the oars. I'm going to signal over to uh, Snafu and Poe to come back to the ship, get on with us. And then I'm going to, you know, unlock the oars and, and, you know, make sure that the mask gets dropped, hopefully, before I, I start piloting us out of here. Yeah, it's, it takes your whole action, but you, you ready the oars, you flag everybody down. You see Rain, and Rain's starting to make her way towards the back. Um, and uh, it takes a while, but Snafu eventually gets gets attention, and he starts to head his way, but you uh, take the lead, and you push the boat forward, and you're making your way towards the coast, um, okay. towards the shallows. And, and are they joining us on our boat? Because there's our a little banged up and crewless or are they they going to try and pilot without the the missing members it looks like snuff uh rain is the one who's missing members but there there's okay. enough people to to go snuffu um assesses the damage and he's attempting to move the ship um along with you guys um but he's okay. definitely slower than the other ones it's it's the attack did a lot of damage to the front part of its hull, of one of the holes. Okay. He's like staggering, but he's still keeping somewhat of a relative pace to you guys, just okay. behind. But eventually you you all uh, all are ridding and, and making your way to try to hit the shallows. Trig, it's your turn. I'm gonna help Kenny. <laughs> oh no, 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 wait. <laughs> I run to the side of the boat that I think Kenny had swam off in, and I take one of my brand new smoke grenades oh, no. and put it into my crossbow oh, no. and I scream science and I <laughs> shoot it into the water after it and it'll explode at about the point that I think that she's at. The smoke. Okay. Okay. Did you just become Cowboy Bill Nye? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so what's the what's the? Are you attacking with a with a crossbow? Or are you attacking with a grenade? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm not attacking. So, I'm basically just casting fog cloud at the point that I believe Kenny the Bee at, which will envelop her in a 20 foot radius uh, sphere of smoke. Okay. Whatever the fuck that means when you're underwater. <laughs> That's what I was trying to. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> you uh, <laughs> okay. you do that. Did you just? Does it? Is it just like a water balloon of herbs just around me now, or does it work? Hey, it, it had an oxygenator in it. It should still work. Okay. You shoot this arrow. <laughs> Yeah. It just lobs straight into the water and like it, it just splashes down and, and and like Kenny you just see it for a second as like this little little egg looking thing <laughs> and then it just like pops and it bursts um, because it's an actual like, arcane spell it does like shoot out fog but like because it's underwater it doesn't really do anything but eventually like fog just like spouts out of the surface of the water <laughs> and now there's like a 20 foot radius cloud of fog just like right above where Kenny was <laughs> but Kenny below with the other creature just is looking at this like now the contraption slowly like sinking down into the <laughs> bottom of the ocean okay. as, as you well, look up well that was my turn I think that was very effective <laughs> I, I understand what this means I have no choice in the matter wonderful wonderful as the smoke like obscures her glowing face she just nods in, in resignation <laughs> Snowball. Yes. The boats are turning and they're, and they're starting to, to make their way um, towards the coast. You do see that uh, out of everybody, uh, Kenny is the only one <laughs> who's still in the water, um, not on the ship. Um, okay. Engaged with the last seeming creature. Nobody else has, nobody else has popped out of the water yet. Um, you definitely have not seen that tentacle pop back up yet. What do you want to do? From their point of view... They're going after Kenny because they got to make sure they're okay. All right, round three. We're gonna go ahead and high dive off this damn boat. <laughs> please understand, guys. A big pet peeve of Snowballs. She hates her shoes getting fucking wet. Okay, <laughs> so this is just a so so wet. They're moist. They're moist they're as fuck. Fucking <laughs> damp. All right, yeah. all right. So she's gonna go ahead, roll her arms, whip the hair, get the water off, run, dive. And I'm yeah. going to go ahead and I'm going to... How far away uh, was Kenny from uh, the boat? Kenny's not that far. She's about, like, I say 20 or so feet, but you guys are slowly turning away. I'm going to go swim down to Kenny. Like, hopefully, because I can get through that foggy shit. I mean, the fog is just like a placeholder of where Kenny would be. Yeah, so it's like a beacon. So I'm going to go, but, like, I don't want them to attack me, like... Like, hey, it's me, so I'm gonna, like, gently tap. Be like, can I grab you to pull you up? Kenny, can I take you or no? You dive down and uh, Kenny eventually you just see, like, Snival. <laughs> so now, right now, the way that Kenny is, um, you're gonna take oh, no. eight points of radiant damage as well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but they would do that. Okay, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. You, you approach her and, like, when you go to, like, tap on her, you just get raked with, like, radiant energy. It's just kind of, like, vroom. Yeah, she's gonna try to like push you away. I can take a hint after I get burned <laughs> in the face. Yeah, there's two of them. Okay, so I'll just yeah. After that, I'll just probably whatever motion, just like kind of be nearby, but not okay. look at them so I don't get hurt. You step back, but uh, the ship you you do notice that the ship is moving and it's starting like um, you're starting to see like another ship kind of rounding like where your boat is the uh, another one is kind of roundabouting and getting is a little bit closer to you guys Shodi from what you can tell there's only the one that Kenny is engaged with is present cool uh, can I see it from on top of the boat or would I have to jump in 
Um, you can kind of see a little bit of the, the top of it. They're not like terribly deep. Cool. But yeah, if you want to get like a, a completely total view, yeah, you would have to jump in. Would these count as humanoids or are they not humanoids? They do look humanoid-ish, but it's hard to tell whether or not they are. Okay. Um, Shodi's not that smart. Uh, they're gonna duck under the water. Uh, yeah. Since it's engaged with Kenny, uh, they're gonna use subtle spell to shoot a firebolt and sneak <laughs> sneak attack them along with uh, firebolting them. <laughs> Ooh, natural 17 for a 24 in total. Yeah. That'll hit. Uh, 13 points of damage. I'm sorry, was this a spell? Uh, yes it was. I will roll that. Alright, you did me wrong earlier. Don't do me wrong again. Gotcha. It's a 2. Okay. Jeebus. <laughs> Jeebus. A little too <laughs> close. Yeah, no kidding. No. <laughs> this one she'll go in dice jail, and it's fine. She just darts through the water and... Kenny, you're, you're still ready and engaged with this creature as he's, like, like readying its harpoon, uh, prepared to attack Damn you. It. But as, as, you're, as you both are kind of, like, squaring up, uh, you just see these two fire balls or bolts just kind of dive into the water and just crack it into its chest, and it is enough to finally <laughs> kill it. Oh, yeah. I still I still have ten minutes of control water technically, so I'll I'll actually help uh, the ship move. I'm gonna uh, um, ask water walk on Snowball. so she just like bursts to the top. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to wait and um, try to like calm down out of radiant consumption and once that's done I'm gonna like water walk myself up too can I request that when I'm shot up in the air and uh, can I at least somersault and do like a good superhero landing oh, knee yeah. fist onto the deck three point landing yes 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 yeah, you, you shoot out into the water, you do a somersault, you, you land on the middle of the water, just like straight down, like a superhero, so graceful. Um, and then you just start sprinting back to the boat. Um, eventually, Kenny, you, like the radiant energy starts to kind of just kind of uh, retract back into you as you calm down. Do the wires still, st- uh, cur- are still kind of curled out? Yeah, as they cool down, they start to go back over her eyes. Yeah, the, as the metal cools eventually, yeah, it starts to recoil back into it. It's slightly now a little misshapen, given the fact that it's been superheated <laughs> in return. She tries to, like, not look at Snooball while that's happening. Just like, look at the ocean. Just ignoring everything that's just happened, just like mm-hmm. sightseeing. But eventually, you water walk yourself up to the to the surface, and you you have to like kind of like chasing a, almost chasing a bus, uh, run after the boat and and get yourself back up onto the ship. You guys haul ass to the nearest shore, where you see the the craggy cliff face of of Marrow Point. By now, the overcast sky eventually starts to just break into some rain as it starts to just steadily rain upon you guys you eventually get the ships close enough to shore where you can anchor and you eventually hit the beach 
You've lost some people on the crew. Snafu's boat is heavily damaged and it might not make the journey back unless they do take some time to do repairs. But for the most part, you've all made it out of this. Can two people roll me perception checks as you're now on the boat, on the shore? I got that. I'll roll one too. Yeah. Actually, you all can roll, you all can roll me perception checks. 24. 12. 9. 17. Uh, 14. Anchor, did you roll? I did, it's a 12. You guys get your bearings. Um, it's been a couple days out uh, at sea and stuff like that. Um, and you're in a stretch and you kind of just look around this, this really rocky, it's not even like sand, it's more like coarse, like stone. Trig and Rad, you kind of look closer down the beach and you notice a, a fire. And you notice like a large form huddled near this fire kind of still in the middle of the rain but it looks like they have a tent or some kind blocking the rain from from that source of fire oh trig we we never got that tribute should we be nice or should we be mean i think we should definitely be nice i mean we are on their territory hi my name is trig we can give them the shark i was gonna say do we have bits of the shark i can cook it too totally if, if that makes it better he didn't respond to me. That's very rude. Well, you're 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 down the you're further down the the beach than it. You just can see the fire in a tent and like a shadow. You would have to approach him, unless you're just screaming across the way. I'm screaming across. <laughs> as soon as someone said, "Be nice." But are you guys bringing the the bodies of the the shark and the the two other creatures that are on your ship? You you bringing it over there? I would think to bring the shark. Yeah. I wouldn't think to. Okay. Bring the Do the others look like? people is this going to be a weird cannibalism thing if we do bring them i mean they 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 look like mermaids but like they're they just have like do they look delicious eli <laughs> no like calamari <laughs> then i wouldn't what bring if we them? like bread oh, and no. fries i mean they're ugly they've yeah. got like really thick looking skin tendrils kind of on the sides mm. of its mouth from what the one that doesn't have its head caved in can i look at their bodies and see if they have anything on them sure roll an investigation check uh the ever important looting. Uh, two, two, let's loot with a minus one. We haven't looted much. No, no we, we haven't. We've been That's finding the witch. They don't have pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Ten. It doesn't seem to have a, a lot of things on it. Um, it's got like some like scattered like what looks to be like a uh, leatherish armor of some kind. Um, uh, it, it's got a harpoon on its side. Um, though the one notable thing you'll see is that it does have a, a belt, and on that belt is a small little like symbol, and it's the symbol of a dragon turtle shell. Oh no! I'll take the 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 symbol, and also I'm gonna take its harpoon because I think harpoons are neat. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a it's a fairly cool harpoon. It's got a chain attached to it. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Speaking of which, there's still one of those in my shoulder. Yeah, I'll probably I'll take I'll take the harpoon and the the symbol, and then I'll kind of pick Baran up because the last time we were on an island, Wind tried to take her from us, so I'm gonna keep her close, and then I'll I'll kind of nudge Rad and just silently pass the the dragon tor- turtle uh, symbol over to him. Yeah, I, I I see it and I I probably just like sigh in the realization that Hamukepa hasn't uh, given up. I'll kind of just lean my shoulder against his in like a comforting way for a second. Maybe we should, uh, maybe we should make friends. That's not a bad idea. And I'll gesture towards the fire. Would it be polite if I 
cook the shark? Let's see. Maybe they like sashimi. Okay. Are, are you all are you all approaching, or is it just a couple people? I think uh, I'm gonna. Oh, yeah, we might as well give the other boats a rest to yeah. get them around this. Fire. They need time away from us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rain, the other Genasis, and and uh, Snafu and Poe, they're they're looking, assessing the damage on the ship, or and starting to make like some type of shelter to try to cover themselves from the rain. But you guys take the the body of the shark, and you you drag it along with you as you go down the beach further to this fire and there's like a small tent canvassing over this flame and as you guys approach what you see is the face of an elephant he stands about seven feet tall he's got some various amounts of like teal blue like face paint kind of marking across of its face he's got these like heavy like gauntlet like bracers on its arms and stuff like that but the one noticeable thing you see across his chest in a necklace of some kind is just rows of fingers of various colors just kind of double stacked across his chest that this kind of like seems to carry on towards his back and like uh, like might even be more on the back end of it. You can't see a lot of his face as the fire kind of just like shadows hard across his face. Um, But you guys take the shark and you throw it down at at the fire. um, And you kind of gently, gently. (laughs) um, And you guys kind of stand around. This elephant man leans in and you can kind of get a a better just look of of his face and the long trunk that kind of just curves down his face over his chest um, and he smiles at you guys and he says finally Takabi praise and that's where we'll end tonight oh! nice.